Welcome to Around the Table with Darlene. Uh, today we have with us Christy and Tiffany, and we are honored to have Chris also with us because we are sort of continuing our conversation that we had about the importance of the table. We talked about Thanksgiving and, and how we get together around the table and talking as families and uh Thanksgiving time kind of gets us back into that mood of being as a family, gathering and talking and sharing and having time. And it is the season. We're getting ready for Christmas, and there are going to be a lot of Christmas events. Some of them are really exciting to some people. Some are not so exciting. So we're going to talk about that tonight because I'm sure you're going to find yourself in some of these categories. And uh, we would like to... Uh, maybe just impart a little bit of our feelings and, and things that we maybe have observed. Christmas time is a very sad time for so many people. Uh, there are so many people are alone. They have no one to spend Christmas with. They have no family. They have no friends. And I don't believe that anyone should have to be alone because there again, that's where connecting, that's where community comes out. It's where our reaching out and uh, spending some time and, and taking notice that there's probably some people that you know that maybe are going to spend some alone time. And so it, it's just a time for us to really uh, think. And so uh, I'm going to ask Christy to just uh, give us some of her thoughts and, and what this time of year, some things that, that you think of Christy, uh, what's on your mind about Christmas season? Mm. Well, um I was kind of sharing earlier, I have a friend that just, this week, we were talking about Christmas and getting gifts and buying presents and do we draw names, do we buy for everybody, what's our price limit, you know, you focus so much on the whole gift thing, and she said, she, this friend um, is still pay, paying on her credit card debt from two Christmases ago, and it just kind of got me thinking about, you know, what, why do we do this to ourselves? You know, why do we do this to ourselves? But then the other thing I was thinking as we were talking about our last podcast was we were talking about at the table and Thanksgiving. And I was thinking, you know, how many of us gather at the table? Maybe it's our family that we're gathering with, but maybe it's, we don't connect with those folks or we don't hang out with them often or maybe they don't like us. Uh, maybe there's a conflict. Hmm. Maybe there's a riff in the family or... Maybe you cause them anxiety, or maybe they cause you anxiety. You know, we're all so oh, interesting. With our yeah. personalities, and um, so now as we, you know, maybe we're going to be, maybe we'll be around the Christmas table, or maybe we'll be around the Christmas tree. But one way or another, Tiffany, there may be people there, like cousin Eddie. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What about cousin Eddie? Yeah. Everybody has a cousin Eddie, I think, in their family. What's that quote that says? If you every every family has. That one weird person, and if you can't figure out who it is, it's probably you. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Lou says that a lot. Yeah, I think he. Uh, <laughs> he thinks it's him. It is him. Right? Yeah, uh, I know. He, I've heard him say. I've I've heard him say that. Yeah, yeah. That's a. It's a pretty good. Every there's no family that has just the, you know, everybody's just the Hallmark movie people. Those those yes. people don't really exist, but there. I don't think that there's any family, um, or even a circle of close friends that doesn't that has it all together that's perfect and so you're going to have sometimes there there's that rift like you said or just hurt feelings or whatever it is and you you want to be mature and not say you can't come to Christmas or you can't come to Thanksgiving <laughs> but still you have to 
um, you have to navigate that. And sometimes it's hard to navigate those moments. I remember when, um, when Max was born, his first Christmas was spent in Nashville because he was adopted and we, according to the law, was, uh, you couldn't leave the state for a certain amount of days and a judge had to clear you and so on and so forth. And, um, so we had our very first Christmas with him at my brother's house and, um, there was the potential, well, no, it wasn't a potential, uh, someone was going to come that just really, um, just like threw the, the whole family for a loop. And we, because of the situation, we couldn't say, you know, please don't come because, uh, it, it was just really, really, really bad. And so what I had to do was um, go in the other room and cry for a little bit and talk to myself and be like, okay, you can do this, take a deep breath, everything's going to be fine, everything's cool. And just you, then you go and you put a smile on your face and you say, God, you got to help me with this because if not, it's going to get ugly. And that's that's a personal situation that I have. And you remember, Mom, it was it was a I scary do. and stressful time. Very stressful time. And because, uh, you know, the whole process of... of Having a new baby is beautiful and wonderful, but it's also adoption is a different adoption's a yes, whole very nother, different story. Yes, a whole nother animal altogether. And so, what what was supposed to be the most beautiful, wonderful, and it was that, but also had this this line of stress and fear. Honestly, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest, fear that mm-hmm. just hovered over our whole holiday. Yes, and we got through it and. And everything was great, but that was hard. And sometimes, that's how every Christmas is for some people. They have, there's no perfect families. There's no perfect situations. But how do you get? How do you get mm-hmm. through those? Well, and you just said yeah. you busted out some coping skills. Yeah. And I think when you think of Christmas and holidays and family and, and joy and peace and love and Christ at the center, you don't think about coping skills, mm-hmm. but you have to have them. You do. Um, some people don't do well in large groups. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, you know, they walk in the door and the anxiety hits them immediately. Yes. Um, some people do great with that and they like, they're the life of the party, but then other people don't like the loud noise. And so, I mean, you have to know your surroundings and yeah. I think coping skills are, are critical. I mean, go cry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what do you need to make sure you get good sleep? You need to make sure that you're prayed up. Have Which somebody... I didn't have, I didn't have the sleep. We weren't, right. we weren't in the sleeping area at that time. <laughs> We were in the, oh my gosh, what do we do area I mean, with this new I've thing. I've <laughs> been in a situation before where, where you knew there was going to be stress. And mm-hmm. um, I had a friend that just she just designated prayer time for me. And she texted me during the day. And she called mm-hmm. me during the day. And she texted me during the event, you know. I'm praying for peace and in your home. And it was just a constant encouragement That's for beautiful. me. Because I, sometimes you're so stressed in this time that's supposed to be joyful mm-hmm. that you forget to pray for yourself. And yeah. so that was so comforting to me that I knew that I had somebody. And then after the event, okay, how did it go? And, you know, God's God's hand was there, and, and we got through the event, and um, it appeared that everybody had a good time. And that's how you hope that it will be. But do you have coping skills? I mean, do you have strategies that you try? I know, but I love that uh, because of connection. You know, there was someone that, that was praying for you that knew that you were in a stressful situation. And there are so many stressful situations around this holiday. People are excited. You know, Christmas is a beautiful thing. I, I really love Christmas. I, I, my favorite. I, I just I love the whole holiday season. 
but I find myself uh, being stressed around around the time because there seems like there is so much that you want to do pressure. and, and so little time to accomplish. And, and yet, uh, yeah, my coping skills, I definitely need them, whether it's uh, Christmas or uh, anything that happens at my house. What are your coping skills? My co- coping skills, you know, and I'll tell them myself here because we have big church picnics at our house mm-hmm. and people will come. Ever so often when people are there, I have to I go upstairs and, and lock myself into my bathroom or my closet for just a few minutes. And you say closet, that's my prayer area that's just where there's a real solitude in there and I have to go in for just a few minutes and I will do that several times when there's 100 150 people out in my yard and people are around I'm so glad they're there and I love them company coming uh and so I have to really work on on that trying to be friendly trying to say you know because uh yeah, I, that's that's telling the truth on myself. Even when family comes down, I, I will have to take a break and run upstairs, you know, for a few minutes. And and so I, I'm sure other people, you know, they have they have their Chris, tell us here. I'm sure you have it all together on these holidays, right? Yes, no I, conflict. I no don't. Conflict. And one of the things we were talking about before this is our different personality types. And mm. me and Pastor Arlene Tiffany were very similar in the fact that being around. We don't know what Christy is. Okay, odd man out. Can you say odd man out? (laughs) Being around huge groups of people doesn't always fill us up. We get charged by, like Pastor Elaine said, being in a closet and or being around trusted people and getting filled up like that. And that's how we recharge. That's how we energize. And then we're able to go back. Some people are different. Some people get drained being alone and they get charged up being around people. And that's okay because that's the way God made us. When we look at the scriptures and the way Jesus was, we see Jesus pulling away from mm-hmm. the crowds and even pulling away from his disciples and going to have this prayer time and, and, and time to literally recharge. And mm-hmm. we don't know how long of the times that was. It could be 10 minutes. It could have been a whole day. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But that was Jesus' personality is how he got filled up. And I think it's important to know and understand our personalities. So when we are in those situations, we don't sit there and drain ourselves to where we end up snapping That's and so good. losing our cool. So good. And that, just like you said... There's nothing wrong with stepping back, recharging, having a short text conversation with somebody, something, praying, whatever it is, to find your center again and to fill up again. And, and there's not, absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think people are so um, taken back, like, well, why wouldn't, well, this is your mom, why wouldn't you want to be around your mom? Well, my mom can drain me. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just real life. So mm-hmm. it's okay to have to step back and then come back in, you're recharged and you're good to go and... You know, you may have to do that three times in a day, but that's okay. And you shouldn't feel guilty yeah. about having no to shame. step yeah. away. Uh, I think, uh, I maybe I might get the thumbs down on this, but I think in, in true being truly honest um, in different ways that we handle situations, um, you know, I have, I've got anxiety, and people who know me closely, I'm a big cut-up, and I'm a ham, and goofy, and whatever. Yes. Um, but... That is, that's, I, I'm not bipolar as far as I know, but, but I feel like there's two sides to me because I'm comfortable around my circle and we all have a circle. If you don't have a circle, get a circle. Um, but, uh, that's one situation, but like 
going into another situation where it's one-on-one. One time my husband said, um, this guy from school wants us to go to dinner with him and his wife. And I was like, give me the flu, God, right now. Just give me the I'm flu. the same way. Anything. And we went. <laughs> I did live through it, but it hurt. Like, I, like you know, can I say Wanabi trot, trots on this? I had the Wanabi trots. Um, it, my stomach was so sick. I was so nervous. It was terrible. That's not because I didn't know those people. And when I got there, I just put on my smile and acted like Mm -hmm. I was, you know, had known them forever. But what I wanted to say otherwise is that sometimes you have a chemical imbalance in your body and there is better living through chemistry for some, right? So like if you have anxiety, it's okay if you have to take a medication. I take medication for anxiety, and I am not ashamed, and I don't care what you think about it because I know how it has changed my life. My husband will also let you know <laughs> how it's changed yeah. my life. So, you know, there there's not shame in... Now, you have to be careful not to abuse those things, obviously. Sure. That's a whole other podcast. But, you know, get the help that you need. Of course, our our first source is God, but God gives us wisdom to use the... You know, he gave the wisdom to man to create things like medicine, medications that can help us. And so, you know, I know that if I'm going to be riding in the car with Daryl Rhodes, <laughs> that there needs to be a little extra something on the edge so that I don't jump out of the car. So I'm just saying, I just wanted to say that. I'm glad you said that because I started to say that a while ago. Mm-hmm. True, true story. Like, I'm I'm not so holy that I don't need medication and and... There's a lot of people out here there who do, and I've talked to some other people that I know like could really benefit, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, why why are you so ashamed? What are you so embarrassed about? Mm-hmm. You have a chemical imbalance in your body, and that's not your fault. You didn't do something wrong. It is just the chemical makeup that you have. If you need help for for your sake and everybody else's, get some help. Get you know. There's nothing wrong with talking to a counselor if you need to. There's nothing wrong with taking medication if you need to. Whatever you need to do to keep your sanity and to be the best you, then you do that in a legal way, by the way. So that was my two cents worth on that. Yeah. I, I, th- I think, you know, here, here we're real. We're real people uh, living in a real world. And, and I, I believe that holidays uh, this time of year, you know, we're, we want to enjoy our times. We want to and, – and, uh, you know, uh, no no shame in having to have help. That's that's for sure. Uh, I believe, and, and Tiffany, you know, said it too. You know, we we know that God ultimately is our help. You know, I absolutely was as a young girl, as a teenager. Fear was such an overwhelming thing, part of my life. I was afraid of everything. But yet there was a side of me that whether it was singing or whether it was there were certain times when I was very outgoing. Mm-hmm. There there are, you know, were those times, you know, one on one when in around people that I was comfortable with, that was easy. And those people don't believe you when you say, I really struggle mm-hmm. with one on one conversation and anxiety because they see the darling that's on the platform. Mm-hmm. The darling who's walking in her gift and in her calling, mm-hmm. and and that's a that's different. And so people, you know, I've had friends who say, "Well, I just thought you were snobby when I first met you." Mm-hmm. Like, no, I was actually scared to death, 
you know, it's it's hard for people to understand who don't deal with that kind of thing. That's so true. And and as, you know, a lot of things, uh, as I've went on in life, the Lord has just helped me so, so much because some things I've had to just push through uh, that were so outside of my personality and, and, you know, a lot of things I can do now that that aren't as uncomfortable as they were. Are they my are they my natural reflex? If we could call it natural reflex, that is not my natural reflex. Uh, but you know that about yourself. I know that about myself, and it doesn't catch you by surprise. That no, they throw you off, and I think that's one of the things that we forget about. Is God's called us to be sober, be vigilant, know how the enemy is going to attack Absolutely. us, mm-hmm. and if you know what know your yourself. weakness is then it's going to be much harder for him to blindside you. Yes. It's going to be harder for him to take you sideways, and Lord knows what could happen. I mean, but Mm -hmm. if you're ready for it and you're prepared for it, then it's not going to take you by surprise. Yeah. If I can take that from there, like tying back to what you said at the beginning, um, Darlene, about um, people being alone at Christmas. Okay, so if you know being alone at a holiday Mm -hmm. is that thing that's going to throw you off because your mind goes, your imagination goes, Mm -hmm. your fears go, if you know that, let somebody else know that. Reach yes, out to someone out. so they can at least give you a call or give you, you know, text you. Or um, we've been blessed several times to have the opportunity to invite people to come because why not? It's mm-hmm. well, I'm not your family, and well, what will they think? And who cares? Just mm-hmm. come. Let just be a Those part. Those are the best Christmases this. anyway. Yes. Or yeah. Thanksgivings with either one. I mean, last year we had this random. Um, we found out somebody didn't have plans, and we're all like. Come on over. Mm-hmm. Who cares? I mean, like, and people may feel awkward doing that, but if you know that the enemy has that stronghold in your life and being alone is not healthy for you, so that your kids go to their dads for Christmas and you're home alone. You know, your your mom's an alcoholic. Right. She doesn't do Christmas. You, you're, you're the child that wasn't wanted. I wish you had never been born. I mean, mm-hmm. I have friends that have heard and lived this, and... And so those are the that's the music that plays in your yes. head on the holidays. Yes. And so just know know yourself and know that God loves you and and just voice to someone that I'm going to be alone. I mean, even if it's a few minutes of the day before mm-hmm. the family comes, where you could get together for a coffee or, like I said in the last podcast, for cheese and crackers. I mean, whatever. Just don't. Don't suffer. Don't suffer alone. Whether it's suffering alone in a group of 50 mm-hmm. or suffering alone because you really are by yourself. Yeah. Yes, and you touched on something that was so, that that I had thought of earlier. It's so true because there's so many uh, families that, that, you know, divorce. There's a lot of divorce, you know, and two parents and, and children are so pulled between parents mm-hmm. on holidays. And I would really encourage parents to not make the holidays all about themselves and about their wants. Uh, try not to make it too hard on the kids mm-hmm. because it's really a rough time uh, for kids, and we all have our our preference. But but I, I think that uh, it can be a really rough time for children, and I, I think that uh, we encourage our listeners to, if, if you are a divorced uh uh, person and there's the ex around and there's children involved. Try to make this Christ uh, this Christmas about Christ and and make it uh, fun for the children and, and help them to remember what's important and that they are loved. And uh, if the other spouse really is a good parent and wants to be part of their life and 
uh, you know, try to to not make it a wartime because there's an awfully lot of that at contention. And so many people feel left out. You know, there's this, there's the good side, the bad side. And uh, or that's how, you know, we, we form things in our mind. And so, you know, Christmas is really spo- supposed to point to Christ and, and about what Jesus did for us and, and the fact that we celebrate him. We celebrate that, that the Christ was born and, and that because of him, we have life. We have, we have hope. We have joy. We have, even in our inadequacies, even in our makeup, where times are, we're uncomfortable, where times are not, we're not at our best. We all have our, where we don't have our best foot forward. But, and Chris, what you said while ago is, you know, learn, knowing ourselves and knowing and, and being okay, you know, don't feel guilty because you have to take a break. And, and because the ultimate is, is that you really do love the people and you really do want to be around them. Sometimes you just need it, you know, a little bit of re, re, uh, Re-energize. Yeah, yeah, re-energizing. Just a few moments can re-energize yourself. Talk to yourself. I talk to myself a lot, my husband says. I learned that from Sarah. <laughs> Sarah's not here, but she will be. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, and, and, and I think that uh, so much, there's, there's so much turmoil and emotion that go on at Christmas time. And this is tis the season to remember the reason. And so I'm hoping that our podcast listeners will, this Christmas, do their very best to let Jesus really rule and reign, because we need to celebrate him at this time. And yeah, there's going to be family gatherings that aren't, we just as soon not have, or there's going to be the lack of family gatherings, and we wish we had them. You know, there are children that are away that you don't get to be with and you wish that you could be. There's moms and dads that have children, you know, in different places and they haven't had Christmas with them for a long time. But they yearn for those times again. And there's going to be those times. And there's children that wish they could be with family, but they can't afford to come back or they, you know, or different reasons. And, and, and military, you know, families are separated. And so there's so many different uh, aspects to think of during this time. And so how do people cope with this season? That's the big question tonight that, that we're talking about. I think it's just really interesting in what you said of how this can be such a time of turmoil. And it, the devil is just a liar because this is supposed to be... I mean, I, when I look at things, I try to look and see what God meant it for. And, and because the enemy is a liar and he twists mm-hmm. up and he manipulates stuff and especially Christmas and Thanksgiving, those are holidays to where it's an opportunity to show love and it's an opportunity to connect and it's an opportunity to have tradition, which I believe that God loves tradition, and, and have these beautiful things, remembrance of, of Thanksgiving, remembrance of, of salvation and, and Jesus and and these beautiful things. And like we talked about in the last podcast, being able to sit at the table with people and maybe not even people that you like, you know, and it's you're not going to like everybody, and people that you that drain us and that sort of thing, but being able to know that the enemy is trying to distort this beautiful thing and yes. that maybe we could have an opportunity to turn that around for our kids or for our neighbors mm-hmm. and for our communities and for our family and, and that sort of thing and not let the enemy have a hand in that. Because if, if we okay. know that, that he's trying to do that and we know that he's going to try to come in and give us the anxiety, he knows we're going to try to come in and give us those 
those bad feelings and that tension, which just really sucks. And just yes. just knowing that he's going to try that, mm-hmm. then you can stop it. You or to you, break that yeah, tradition. Yeah. Yes. And, and create have, a new one. Yes. And you can have it, turn it into what God meant it for. Yes. And, yes. and not let it be yeah. demented. Yeah, and yeah. even in that, thinking about, you know, the whole reason for Christmas was God gave the ultimate gift. You mean he gave the gift of of, of Christ, yes. his, his birth. And yeah. and then taking that, that gift and now how we celebrate with gifts, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we just get so out of proportion and mm-hmm. there's so much stress and anxiety and, and anger. I mean, by the time Christmas is here, you're, you're, you know, you're broke, your credit card's maxed out, you know, you're competing with the Joneses. Well, his cousin's getting this gift that costs a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It's totally distorted and and then it just becomes this I mean, you feel terrible about it in the end. And then, you know And then the joy of the season is gone. Yeah, because we say I can't wait until it's over. Yeah, and and which we should have the attitude I don't want I don't want Christmas to be over. That should be, you know, because it's such a beautiful it really is such a beautiful season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this, this is... a beautiful purpose. Yes. And, and, you know, we, in our homes and in our thinking and in our minds, sometimes we do what we see the world out there doing. Like they're taking, you know, they they, they don't want Christmas uh, to be used. And, you know, a couple of years ago, we know how... Christmas songs couldn't be played in stores and Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, no merry, you know, no merry Christmas. Yes, and we all know, and and of course, yeah, and but Christians, oh, we were, you know, up in arms about that, but yet we can let little things come in and spoil the real meaning of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we have to take a look sometimes outside and see what's happening and say, am I allowing that same spirit? Now, I may not act like that, and I might still do the other, but am I allowing stress to come in this season when it really is, uh, it is about Jesus Peace and about family. Yes. Amen. I mean, like, you think about all those old yes. songs and, yeah. you know, like our, our tradition, you know, the songs at Christmas and, you know, just joyful joy, you know, joy and, and peace and, the calendar, the calendar, uh, the December calendar stresses my household out. It does, uh, um, because you want to fit everything in, mm-hmm. and you want to do all these things because you want to celebrate this beautiful, amazing season. But then somehow it creeps in, and you don't have time for this. You don't have time for that. And then the next thing you know, you're all frustrated, and just like, oh, just forget it. Yeah. You know, and so I don't, I don't know, I don't have an answer to how to get past that because, you know, just our church calendar trying to find when do we have the dinner, when do we have the staff, when do we do this and that, even that gets muddy, you know, and because all of us, the whole thing are all, we're all people, we all have different families and all of that, and, you know, poor Sarah, she, she does, what, six Christmases a year or something like that. And so finding time, you know, we got to get in her calendar by, you know, July <laughs> if we're going to get Sarah around. So, you know, it the calendar is one of the things that becomes a real stressor in my household. Is that like that for you, Christy? Um, no. No? No, you don't have any stress in your no, calendar? No, I mean, I, I mean, no. I mean, no. I don't have kids. Like, thinking, like, you know, your son had the... The program tonight, so uh-huh. we have you know school events, and I'm sure Max has school events and things to do, and um, some people have big families. And since you're not being principal now, yeah. you don't have the oh, calendar that you did. I'll take it. Thank you all very much. 
congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. I'm happy for you. Truly. And the Sarah that we're truly. talking about is one of our team members for the Women Around the World yes. uh, Ministries, and uh, we'll have her on here soon uh, because she is one of those that keeps us going around here. Uh, but I, I do believe that God is just really uh, wanting us to speak to you that's listening and saying, what can we do to keep the enemy from stealing the joy of Christmas? Yeah, and it's just not worth it. I mean, I think that's no. the thing. We all just need to brace ourselves that it's not worth it. Right. It's not worth losing our joy and losing our patience and losing our temper. And, um, and losing the, the spirit of the season. Yes, the distortion is just, we, we've got to set ourselves mm-hmm. for battle. It really should be a season of rest and Thanksgiving. And that's mm-hmm. what the enemy wants to come in. He throws in hurry to distract us from the peace of what it really should be. And Christmas should be like the end of a really good vacation where you're yeah, sad it that it's yeah. over and yeah. you're rested and you're in a good place and you're bumming because the beach isn't going to happen again until next year. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like what you said earlier. I think that um, so often we're like, I'm so ready for this to be over with. I want to mm-hmm. pack up all these decorations. I want to put them away and mm-hmm. I want July to move to on. Yeah. Right. To what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. That's it, not the way it it's is. supposed to be. It is. And so maybe uh, our attitude should be, we're taking Christmas back. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're taking back the season mm-hmm. that uh, we're t- to celebrate the King of Kings. I mean, he came all the way from earth. God so loved the world that he gave mm-hmm. and, and presented to us this beautiful gift of life, Jesus Christ. And so we're celebrating his, I mean, the whole world. Isn't it something when you think about it? Yeah. The whole world in one way or the other, is celebrating Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, the atheist, whether they like it or not, the calendar is set by, by the birth of Christ, and, and we are celebrating who he is. And so humanism in our own life will come in, and we make it about us, about our stress. We make it about uh, somebody else and what they're doing and how they cause stress or, or how they're acting. And so maybe... You know, it's time for all of us to take it back. You know, out there in uh, podcast land and you're listening to this, a choice. You know, we're all given choice about things. And maybe it's time that we take back some of uh, the uh, negative things that we've allowed to play around in our mind. The things that's drained us when really we should be uh, not just thankful, but encouraged and happy and uh, going to enjoy this season. And it's going to be a good one. Yes, it's going to have some situations we don't like. And we, our human side is going to come out and we're going to express uh, a few things that maybe we're not happy with. But maybe we'll do a little less of that than normal and, and really take a look at it. I hope you do. I hope that you out there, that you'll enjoy this holiday season I know you may have a lot of shopping to do. Uh, you may have a lot of meals to cook. You may have a lot of places to go that uh, wouldn't be maybe the one the thing that you would want to do might not have been your number one choice. But why not enjoy it? Why not just be thankful for life? And those of you that are lonely, and we talked about that earlier. And Christy, I liked what you said. Tell somebody, share with somebody. Uh, Get past yourself enough to say, I really am lonely, and I I would like, I'm going to tell somebody, mm-hmm. at least to pray for me, 
and to know that that somebody cares and can connect with me. and can connect yes mm-hmm. and Ab- we can all be more attentive to that too absolutely god laid someone on my heart yesterday and i was able to send a message i mean and i the first thing i said was i'm so sorry i didn't think about it at thanksgiving um and i'm i said but what are you doing at christmas you know i'm just like she's i know she's alone she's away from her family she has a job you know she's relocated and you know just and I wasn't even thinking about that, but God put it on my heart. And so just, just pray and ask God, what, I like what, that. what can you do? Who can you reach out to? Yeah. He wants us to, he wants us to love one another and to love yeah. one another. And he'll give us opportunity if we ask him. Yeah, that's so true. And, and maybe it could be, you know, we're, we all get a little bit of selfish of a time, get a little selfish with our, our, what we do. Yeah. I was but, just about yeah. to say that because we, that time is so precious it is precious time and we we guard it you know like we have our family traditions that we always do and we guard that and and there was there was a time where we were able to invite some people over who had gone through a loss um during christmas and it was beautiful at first we were like this is going to be strange but it actually was beautiful and we loved it and we were sad when that ended mm-hmm. um but you know we 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 protect that so much that because it's special and precious to us, but we need to maybe open up that gate a little bit and say, who else? This could be special and precious for someone else as well. Um, you know, there are a lot. I can think of several people just off the top of my head that I know for sure, you know, there's a very big likelihood that they're alone for Christmas this mm-hmm. year. And and what are we going to do about that? Oh. You know, why, why does that have to be? What was the saying in the previous... Uh podcast about still instead of building a wall wall make the table longer make it make the table longer instead of building a higher fence build a longer table Mm. and that's don't keep them out bring them in yeah and that's hard because we do hold it we do hold it sacred that time our holiday time for our family is sacred because (laughs) we do pour out a lot and we do you know, it's just the nature of, of who we are and what we do, and that's we love that. But we do kind of hold close to our chest those moments when we can steal away and it's quiet and it's just us. But that can become selfish, not unintentionally. Mm. But we need to, you know, we need to figure out how to reach out and bring people in. That's so good. Closing thoughts, Chris, do you have anything? Um, one of the things we haven't talked about, I'm a nurse kind of, full-time, part-time, but I worked Thanksgiving this past year, which I honestly don't mind, but one of the things that is interesting about Thanksgiving, first of all, there's nurses and patients still in a hospital, so during mm-hmm. all these right. amazing hospitals, there's people, or these amazing holidays, there's people in hospitals mm-hmm. working or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and there's no choice. You can't just leave patients there. It's not like you can just right. close the hospital. Yeah, right. Sorry, we got to go have yeah. dinner. <laughs> yeah, but one of the things that it really stood out to me this year is we were trying and I'm kind of a nurse over the whole hospital and we were trying to discharge people and get them to go home. And there was at least five people in that hundred bed hospital that were getting discharged that did not want to get discharged because they had nowhere else to go. They had no food, no family, and they didn't want to be home alone on Thanksgiving. And they would rather hang out with nurses and techs and and dietary and get the visit from the doctor twice a day and, Mm -hmm. and be around these groups of people with that more positive, I mean, they're in a hospital and it's more positive energy and an atmosphere of love than they were going to get going home to nothing. And that's just, it was really interesting to me to really see that. Yeah. 
So God, open our eyes during this holiday season, during this Christmas season. Open our eyes so that we can see like we haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. And and so that so that our children can see something besides what, what they see. Because mm-hmm. we're teaching them to not sit at the table and commune with others. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yes, this has been really good. And, so I uh, found that quote so I can okay. say it correctly. Let's do it. If you are more fortunate than others, build a longer table, not a taller fence. <laughs> Sila, that is so good. I think in one way or another, all of us are more fortunate than others because we all have different lives. So what what makes me more fortunate than someone else is not the same thing that makes you more fortunate than someone else. So I think that that means any of anybody, mm, yes. anybody, build a longer table instead of a taller fence. That really hurts bad, but I'm going to concentrate on it. That's so good. So, so good. If it's okay, I'm going to pray as we go out. And uh, I just want to pray for you that's listening. And then also that all of us, that our hearts will be sensitive. And uh, we'll be the hands extended that God wanted us to. Because he loved us so much that he sent Jesus. And came as a babe. But he lived. And he, he lives in our hearts today. He lives in our lives today. He's all around us. He's alive. And we're so thankful for that. And we're thankful that you tuned in today. Father, I just thank you for the season that we're in. I thank you that we're reminded what you gave. You gave your son, Jesus Christ. And that's what this season is all about, connecting to you, connecting to your son, Jesus, and to understand that we are people that that need you, but we need each other. And so I pray for those that are listening that this is a hard time for them. This is a season where they're afraid to tell anyone how they feel, but, God, they feel alone. And even maybe in big family situations, they still feel alone. I pray, God, that you just minister to them. And I pray that you give them courage to reach out to someone else. I pray that the lonely will reach out to someone else and minister to someone else that is lonely. I pray that this season that our eyes will be open fresh and new to who you are and how much you love us and that this season is a season of joy because the Christ has come and we are so thankful for that and we celebrate with great joy uh, the Savior. And so I just pray in Jesus' name that the listeners will absolutely love and enjoy this Christmas more than any Christmas season they've ever had before. Amen. Amen. Hi, this is Christy with At the Table with Darlene. We hope you were able to glean from our table today as we shared our hearts and thoughts. We would like to invite you to take some time to check out our website and get a closer look at what Darlene is doing. You can find out information about her book, The Miracle of the Breaking, see what upcoming events she has planned, and consider being a partner with Women Around the World Ministries at womenaroundtheworldministries.org.